mental health warriors. This is podcast number two. Podcast number two, episode two, I guess, is called Diagnosis. So yes, I am going to talk about my diagnosis, the several diagnoses I've had in the past. But first things first, I am going to answer the question I asked in episode one. So the question was, what does mental health mean to you? So to me, it's like your physical health. You need to take care of your health, otherwise you are not going to live a long life. Um, If you don't take care of your physical health, you can end up having all kinds of physical problems like high blood pressure, um, diabetes, all that fun stuff. Um, And yes, some of them things are not because of you not taking care of your physical health. It is just genetics. But there are things that you can do to better your physical health, just like there are things to you can do to improve your mental health. And um, in my opinion, I think mental health is more important than your physical health, because if your mental health is struggling, your body is going to struggle too. And it's almost like um, when you're in an airplane and then they say, give the oxygen mask to yourself first before you take care of a kid. It's almost the same thing. You got to take care of your mental health first before you can take care of your physical health. Um, That's in my opinion. I might not be right, but that's how I see it. That's how I experience it. And, um, but the two go hand in hand. You, You need to take care of both ultimately. I also feel that mental health is hard to understand because there's so many dynamics and so many different experiences. And again, that is the reason for this podcast is to help each other understand what each of us are going through. Just like when you look at exercise videos or what's the latest trend in losing weight, there are so many different options, so many different opinions. But at the end of the day, you need to find what works for you and you can share with others what works for you. And what works for you might work for someone else, but it might not, uh, it might not work for someone else. So that's the reason for this podcast is to teach each other what works for you or what doesn't or how your experience is. So yes, that is my opinion or my thought on what mental health means to me. And, um, First of all, I want to also say thank you to all my friends who listened to episode one and who sent me a message and told me about what mental health means to them um, and what the podcast means to them. I really felt the love this week and I really enjoyed hearing everyone's opinions and, and thoughts and I'm hoping that you guys will um, send this podcast to your friends, your family, anybody who you think will benefit from listening to it. Um, At the end of the day, it's to just help each other understand each other. So yes, as I said, podcast two or episode two is going to be about my diagnosis and my, my journey that I have walked over the years with my mental health. So in high school, I was, um, Diagnosed with general anxiety, and um, then 
most of my life, pretty much from high school, college, um, I was suffering from some form of depression, either just mild depression or it would sometimes dip into severe depression. Um, there would be times where I didn't need medication and there would be times that I needed medication for a couple of years. Um, so I would normally uh, see a therapist, take medication, start feeling better, then start going off of it. You know, don't need to see a therapist that often. And then it will come back around and I would have to just kind of start all, not start all over again, but just pick up where I left off last time, I guess. And um, so, yeah, most of my life I was um, suffering from depression or was diagnosed with depression. And um, then last year in May of 2023, I was diagnosed with bipolar 2. And I remember the day that um, the therapist diagnosed me and said, you have bipolar. And he was saying, like, I'm trying to figure out if you have one or two. And I'm like, there's more than one level of bipolar. Like, and he's like, yeah, there's actually there's actually three levels. I was like, oh, OK, interesting. But say the least, I was blown away by this diagnosis. This was it didn't feel good. It, it didn't feel good. I, I was like, I think in some ways I was embarrassed by the diagnosis, you know, because there's such a stigma out there. And, you know, bipolar, when you know, people would use the word like, oh, you're being so bipolar. And it's more, it's seen as a very negative connotation. And, and I was like, you know, I can't be that. I can't, I can't be that person. And, I struggled with with the diagnosis to the point that the following week I went back to the therapist or the 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 um the doctor and I said like are you sure you didn't make a mistake are you are you 100% sure this is what I got and you know he told me he's like this is not a diagnosis that I make lightly and I was like okay and you know when I was diagnosed it took several days before I even told my husband or my best friend um, and even weeks and months before I even told other people. And, um, you know, like I said in episode one, God has been laying it on my heart to share my story. And yes, God has been, you know, pushing on me to share with you guys that, you know, I have bipolar too. And um, I think for the longest time, I didn't want my son to know um, you know, cause teenagers can be a little, um, I don't want to say judgmental, but it's almost like a hit or miss. And funny enough, when I told my son about the podcast, he was asking what, what I'm going to talk about. So I gave him the printout of all the topics that I'm going to cover and all the interviews that I'm going to have. And I did I forgot that I had on there that I'm planning an interview with my husband because he is a someone who is married to a person with bipolar. So my son didn't say anything about it. But the other day we were driving in the car and he was telling me about a friend of his that was diagnosed with bipolar. And um, so we started talking about it. I asked him questions and just trying to see what he's feeling is. And I thought, you know, seeing that this episode is going to come out. I may have may as well just kind of, you know, kind of let him know. And so we're talking about, you know, differences of bipolar and different levels. And all of a sudden he turns at me. He's like, so which one are you? 
And I'm like, how do you even know that I have that? And then he told me that he read it on the paper. And I was like, in that moment, I was surprised and also blown away that he actually read everything that was on that paper. He was that interested in this podcast that he read all the interview content and and all of that. And I was like, I was relieved and happy and proud and just so many mixed emotions. And he is totally okay with the fact that I have bipolar. And I was worried for so long that he wouldn't be, um, that, that, that it would bother him or that it would be an issue. But now that he knows, I feel like we can actually have a, an open conversation about it. And I was able to, to teach him some of the stuff. He had, he had some questions about it and I was able to to clear those up for him. And, um, and that kind of made me feel good knowing that I can give him, you know, correct information. Cause there's so much information out there that is, is really, um, not that accurate. So, but anyway, back to, um, my, my diagnosis and, and, you know, my story. Um, so it comes to find out that basically most of my life I was pretty much misdiagnosed with, you know, when I was diagnosed with depression, it was basically a misdiagnosis. But because bipolar 2 especially, you have the severe depressions, but when you have your hypermanic phases, then you just feel really good. And all those times that I just felt really good, I just thought like, oh, okay, I finally don't have depression right now. I, I don't, I, I'm not feeling bad. I'm feeling good. Everything is great. I have so much energy. I can get so much stuff done. And, you know, when you're feeling good, you're not going to go to the doctor. So every time I was feeling depressed, I would go to the doctor and say, hey, doctor, something not right. Um, we need to do something. But then on the flip side, when I started feeling better, I didn't go to the doctor. Why would I go to the doctor? I mean, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. And, um, and then come to find out, well, I was hypermanic in a lot of those times. And, and that's why bipolar one, two, or the third option is very, it's hard to diagnose because of the fact that when you're feeling good, you don't talk about it or you don't mention it. Um, and so, yes, there's three levels, main levels of bipolar. There's bipolar one, which have your mania. And then you have bipolar two, which has the hypermanic and the depression. Bipolar one has depression too, but not as severe as bipolar two. And then bipolar two's highs is not as severe as bipolar one's highs. Um, in, the, in my next episode, I'm planning on, on delving more deeply into all the different um, levels of bipolar and the symptoms and, and all that fun stuff. So if you want to find out more about bipolar, then tune into the next episode. But for now, um, you know, just want to carry on talking about my, my diagnosis. So then, um, you know, after I was diagnosed, I, you know, started, my, my doctor started putting me on, on medication and, um, you know, some of it worked, some of it didn't feel too great. It, it was a process. And then uh, at some point, I want to say it was about August, I started going to a psychiatrist because my primary care was like, I mean, 
psychiatrists kind of specialize in medication for mental health. So she felt more comfortable that I speak to psychiatrists. And then once I'm stable and everything, she said she'll take over, you know, my prescriptions. So anyway, started seeing a psychiatrist. And in that first, um, the first meeting, she had to like kind of diagnose me again. And she had a different diagnosis. And I was like, I'm not okay with that diagnosis whatsoever. I'm, I, I don't think that is very accurate. So much so that I, you know, the very next day I had a session with my therapist and I told her what diagnosis this psychiatrist gave me. And she's like, no, you know, I know, you know, I've talked to you enough. I can see the bipolar. I've, I, you know, you clearly have that, but this diagnosis that she gave you, that is not accurate. Um, so she ended up, um, the psychiatrist ended up, you know, just writing that I have a mood disorder, um, not, not labeling anything, anything much, but just saying it's a mood disorder. And, and we would have come back to the actual diagnosis later because for insurance, you, you can have, you can say you're on a, you have a mood disorder only for so long. And then after that, it has to be an actual diagnosis. But, um, this, um, psychiatrist, her and I just, I guess we just didn't gel right. You know, sometimes you, people, you just don't get along and that's okay. And her and I just didn't gel right. She's great for others. She's just not great for me. So in December, I, on, um, suggestion from my therapist, um, I actually went and saw another psychiatrist and she obviously had to do the whole intake again. And then also, you know, diagnose me again. And she 100% diagnosed me bipolar too. That's accurate. You know, and, and this doctor, I like her more kind of get along better. So, you know, I'm, I'm glad for that, but you know, I, I'm saying all of this to say, you know, when you are diagnosed, there is nothing wrong to get a second opinion. If you're not sure that the diagnosis that you have is accurate, then go get a second opinion. So I just wanted to say that you, you have to advocate for yourself. And, um, you know, that brings me into, into my next topic where, you know, medication and one of the medications that the doctors put me on, um, is actually causing my blood blood pressure to rise to a, a dangerously point. So, you know, now I have to take blood pressure medication on top of everything else. And um, I remember when I was just, um, you know, started on the blood pressure medicine, I had to, you know, see the doctor every two weeks so that we can make sure it's working. And then after a while, we realized, well, it's not working. And then she had to change it and put me on something else. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, every time we change the medicine, it costs me more money. And I really started feeling like, I felt like a guinea pig, to be honest. Like, I remember sitting in the doctor's office one day, and there was an old couple sitting there waiting, and they had this gallon baggy, um, full of medicine bottles. And I just thought to myself, like, I do not want to become those people. I do not want to sit there with medicines upon medicines upon medicine just to get through the day. Like, what kind of life is that? But I've started to embrace, you know, my diagnosis of all kinds. And 
know that, you know, sometimes medication is needed, you know, just like healthy food is needed. Um, but most recently when I went to the doctor, you know, my blood pressure, my blood pressure was fine, but they kind of want to change one of my medications. And I actually told them like, no, we're not doing this because I'm feeling good. I'm feeling stable. Um, I haven't had an episode in, I can't even remember how long it's been probably since about the summer of last year and I'm feeling good. So why mess with it? If it's not broken, why mess with it? Right. So, um, when I saw the, the new psychiatrist, she said, um, you know, you, you might be feeling okay now, kind of feeling mad. I'm not a hundred percent, but I'm not, I'm not in a bad place. And she said, well, we can change your medication and that would actually make you feel a hundred percent better. But it is, there's going to be a, a period of discomfort, as she called it. And the only way I can, I can, you know, describe that is like when you start a new diet and your body goes through all these changes where, you know, you like um, have headaches and you have, you know, all kinds of weird things going on with your body. It's just because your body is getting rid of all the toxins. When you change medication, the same thing, the old medication goes out of your body faster than the new medication comes in and working. So there's going to be a period of discomfort. So um, we may or may not change my medication later in the year, but um, for right now, I'm, I'm happy where I'm at. When I was originally diagnosed with bipolar, I prior to that, I was actually talking to my primary care doctor and I asked her, how do one get tested for ADHD? Because I was like about 90% sure that I have ADHD. Just, you know, looking at the videos that people post on TikTok and Facebook and wherever, you know, about what it's like being ADHD. I was like, you know what? That sounds a lot like my life. That sounds a lot like me. I can resonate with that. I can, I feel like, you know, that sounds like me. So, um, when I got the diagnosis of bipolar, I said to the doctor, you know, funny enough, I wanted to come in here and ask you to get tested for ADHD. And he said, well, you'll be surprised how many similarities there are between ADHD and bipolar. And when I started doing my research, I was like, or I was like blown away about how many symptoms overlap with one another. And that, you know, that just in itself explains why it is so um, difficult for doctors to diagnose people correctly first, you know, because there's so many things it could potentially be. And, um, you know, one of the biggest difference between bipolar and ADHD is the depression part. Like people with ADHD don't really have the severe depression that bipolar two people have. So, um, and that was the main reason why he he said it's bipolar and not ADHD. So, um, yeah. And that is like the short version of, of my, how I got diagnosed and, and, you know, what I've gone through to get to where I am today. And, um, but like I said, you know, I feel great. I feel good. The medication is working. And yes, there are days where I, um, I look at the medicines that I'm taking. I'm like, I'm feeling good. Why am I taking this? Only sick people take medication. Only when you're feeling bad, you're supposed to take medication. And then I have to remind myself, you're feeling good because the meds are working. So for anybody out there who are taking 
um, mental health medication, please stay on it. Um, I know sometimes it feels like, is this ever going to work or is it, is it, you know, I'm feeling good. So why am I taking it? The meds will work. And if you feel like they're not working, like you want them to, then speak up and advocate for yourself and tell a doctor like, Hey, this is not making me feel good. This is not making me feel better. The side effects is not worth it because y'all the side effects of mental health medication can sometimes be a little rough. Like the memory loss or the foggy brain fog is the worst, but it, the, the good it does for me outweighs the bad. I am also alternatively looking into things that would help me to not have to be on all the medication. So I'm looking at what I can do to lower my blood pressure. I'm looking at what I can do to, um, help with, with mental health and mental clarity. And, um, there's several different treatment plans out there. I mean, you can do chiropractic treatments, you can do, um, holistic stuff. You can, you know, change your entire diet. You know, I'm, I'm definitely looking into, you know, my salt intake because I know salt is a, you know, a culprit of high blood pressure. So I am trying other things that I can do in order to help my, my own health, mental health and physical health. And yes, there's a lot more that I can do, but you know, baby steps, one step at a time, as they say. So um, so yeah, that is, that's, um, my story in, in terms of my diagnosis. And, um, like I said, in my next episode, I'm going to delve deeper into what bipolar is and what symptoms are looking like and, you know, anything like that. So if you guys have any questions about what bipolar is or wanting to know more about it, please reach out. Please let me know. Um, you can find me on Facebook. Um, like I've said, my name is Yolandi Lindsay, so you can either friend request me there or you can join my Facebook group, Crafting Mental Health Podcast. Um, just join there, follow there. Um, I'm trying to start conversations on there every week. I do post the, the weekly question on there. Um, and then I'm, um, you can also make comments on Spotify where this uh, podcast is out. I'm going to try and put the post podcast on other platforms too. So yes, guys, if you, if you know anybody, um, that can benefit from, from my story or the information that I'm providing you guys, um, please share it. Um, and I would love to get the conversation started about, you know, different forms of mental health. And like I said, if you have any questions, please reach out, please, um, let me know. And I, like I've said before, if you, uh, need someone to talk to, you are more than welcome to reach out to me. You can text me, call me, Facebook messenger me, anywhere you can find me, just send me a message. I also have an email, which is crafting mental health podcast at gmail.com. So please reach out, please let me know if there's anything I can help you guys with. So to end off my podcast for this week is, um, I'm going to ask the weekly question. So this week is a fun one. And the question is, if you had to be choose between never being asleep again or never eating again, which would it be and why? So if you had to choose between not being able to sleep ever again or not eating again, which one would it be? I'm excited to hear you guys' thoughts on that one. 
and your reasonings. That would be interesting, and the conversation would be even more interesting. So, um, but I leave you guys with this. Just remember that, you know, this too shall pass. The good times, the bad times, it, you know, they're all moments that will pass. So the good times, savor them, savor those. And the bad times, just remember, it's just a moment. It will pass. You know, it, it might take a while for, for the moments to pass, but they will. And, and you will get through this on the other side. So keep fighting, keep talking, keep reaching out to people when you need to need help. And just remember that, you know, somebody cares and somebody loves you. Till next time, guys. Bye.